Okay, y'all, you want a raw and real episode? Here it is, because if you're going through it right now, you're not alone. I am right here with you. <laughs> Many of you know that we haven't been on Instagram for a while, and a huge reason is that it was in no way beneficial to us, and I was finding myself in constant comparison mode, um, this is not Instagram on this podcast. This is real life on this show, and you are definitely not getting my highlight reel today. So here are a few, few things that I'm dealing with. Um, without going into a lot of detail, I'm just going to high level it for you. We've got uh, some junk with someone near us that may end up resulting in some court appearances. We, I have some coworkers and family members that I'm not exactly getting along with right now. And as a result, it's bringing up a lot of issues from my childhood that I don't, I didn't know we're still there. Like I thought I had moved, moved past them. <laughs> so um, I also got some classroom craziness um, to add to it and some financial stress. So let me hear it. Does any of this sound familiar or does it sound like something maybe you're going through right now? So let me tell you, I have not felt this way on the inside probably since my first year of teaching. And this all started like day one of teaching this year. <laughs> like all this stuff hit like the first day of the school year. Um, the difference is that now I have the coping mechanisms after years of research to be able to deal with and move on with my life despite all the stressors. And I can still show up as the mom that I want to be mostly and show up as the teacher that I want to be mostly and the wife mostly um, instead of retreating and crying all day long like I did when I was a first year teacher. <laughs> so if you're ready to hear the strategies that I've been using to help myself when I feel like I'm going to spiral, let's go teacher mama. Hey, Teacher Mama, welcome to the Teacher Mama's podcast. Do you want to feel rested and have more focus in the classroom and at home? Do you find yourself up late at night searching for motivational quotes, ways to keep students' attention, or creative ways to relieve stress? Do you wake up with big, ambitious goals only to feel exhausted and inefficient when behaviors continue to show up in the classroom and you find yourself taking work home again? Hey, I'm Ashley. And I'm Roberta. We too felt exhausted and wished for less behaviors and more time to do the things we love outside of school. We wanted to live more energetic and balanced lives and keep work at work. But we kept telling ourselves we didn't have enough time or energy. Until we found some time and stress management strategies that worked for each of us. In this podcast, you're gonna find health, routines, and mindset tips so that you will feel energetic and not exhausted. So go grab your favorite drink, and a notebook and your favorite pen because we're about to dive in. Hey friend, have you ever cried during your prep? No, like for real. <laughs> or after school or on the way to school or just literally when 
no one is looking at you. This was my entire first year of teaching and it was terrible. My entire prep period was literally taken up with anxiety and worry and tears about not being able to get everything done, which then led to me not getting anything done. <laughs> so I have been in the world of distraction city, internal distractions, external distractions, checking email nonstop, kids interrupting, besties popping into your room to chat and internal distractions like the worry and anxiety that just happens as a teacher, right? So if this is you, if you are experiencing these things and you've had plenty of people to chat with about this and mull it over, but you've never really had anybody to like turn those tears into action steps, Roberta and I want to be that person for you. We are planning period productivity coaching and it is going to be the best 25 minutes of your life. You are going to get that most distracted planning period under control and keep that work at work where it belongs. Stop bringing it home where it's interrupting your family life, you guys. So if you are ready to hop right in with Roberta and I, you need to go to bit.ly forward slash planning period coaching and sign up for a call with us because we are so excited to help get you going in the right direction to leave that work at work. Again, that's bit.ly forward slash planning period coaching. All right, you guys, these are in no particular order. I just was like typing an outline on whatever was on my heart at the moment and came up with six ways, uh, six things that I've been doing. Uh, actually, the first one, not I, it, it doesn't really apply to me right now, but I know it will apply to some of you. So I threw it in there. Um, but number one I have in here is stop listening to everybody else tell you to push through it and start listening to yourself and what you need. Do you need a day off? Well, then take it. Do you need help at home? Ask for it. Do you need help in the classroom or something? Find a trusted person near you who can help you. Um, I dealt with this a lot of in my first year of teaching. Not so much now. I'm really good at drowning other people out when I know that it's not serving me. Um, but I wasn't. So my first year, my principal told me that she was there if I needed anything. And please come to me and, and I will help you through whatever. So I went to her when I needed things and she would tell me that I just needed to figure it out and push through it and that crying all the time was normal. Super helpful, right? That's why I said find a trusted person to help you in the classroom, which at the time I thought that she was. I thought she had my best interest in mind, but she did not. So um, why is this important? We have been trained as teachers that we can just push through anything. Here, we'll keep piling more and more on your plate. You can do it, you can push through it, you can figure it out. And it makes us feel weak if we need to take a day off or if we need to ask for help to take care of ourselves. So this is so untrue and 
we need to start telling ourselves and allowing ourselves to take the day or to ask for help so that we can take care of ourselves because we are the only people that we are going to spend the rest of our lives with and we need to make sure that we are taking care of this one body and this one mind that we have been given otherwise what what else like nothing else matters right if you are 90 years old and sitting in a retirement home by yourself and you can't move and like even not 90 like whatever if you're 70 years old you know because you're not taking care of yourself what does it matter right i mean you could be a 70 year old vibrant like running around like a 20 year old because you took care of yourself the whole life it means everything so this doesn't mean like if you're taking a day off, it doesn't mean like just sit and watch Netflix all day or scroll Instagram all day, right? Those things are not good for our brains. But you know, once in a while, like, yeah, take a break, watch a show if you want or scroll Instagram for five minutes, sure. But don't just like do numbing behaviors when you need to take care of yourself like that. Um, make sure that what you're doing is productive. Um, because that's not rest, right? Usually what we need is some rest and rejuvenation and doing numbing behaviors like that is not rest and that does not solve our problems. Like we're still gonna come back to the same problems that we left with if that's all we're doing is numbing behaviors. So you need to get really still and quiet with yourself and figure out what you actually need so that you can listen to yourself and your body, okay? Number two, take time in your day every day to rest with meditation or prayer or deep breaths or all of the above. Um, we, as teachers in the classroom these days, for sure, are on high alert a lot of the time between dealing with behaviors or our own kids at home or our family members that we're not getting along with. <laughs> um, and our bodies are in constant stimulus all day long between noise and lights and screens. And our bodies just need some quiet and some rest to calm our nervous system down and remind it that it's okay. So it's super important. We have a episode on rest. I cannot remember the episode number at this time. I'm so sorry. I'll try and get it in the show notes. Um, but there are seven types of rest and most of them are very surprising because when we think of rest, we just think of like taking a nap or sleeping, <laughs> but, um, there's actually seven types and our nervous system needs that rest, um, with like quiet meditation, prayer, deep breaths, stuff like that. That is one, one of the types right there. Uh, number three, <laughs> this, this helps me a lot. Um, journal out your anger and frustration. And then the trick is to hand it over to God. So you're not holding on to it. Um, so why? So there's something about actually getting whatever's in your brain and constantly replaying it out and out over and over and over and over and over again in your brain, right? Getting that onto paper and out of your brain. It's kind of like, so I teach my eighth graders the design process and they never understand why I make them do eight different sketches of a car when they've already got the one that they want in their head. And I have to explain to them like, okay, your brain can actually only see one image at a time. And so you have to get that image out onto paper so that 
you can actually generate more images in your brain. And so journaling is kind of the same thing where you're, you're replaying this scenario or this scene or whatever, this thought in your brain over and over and over and over again. Whereas if you get it out onto paper, okay, well now it's on paper and my brain can actually start generating some problem solving abilities. And instead of just thinking the same thing over and over again, because it's not helpful, right? <laughs> so, um, once it's out, it feels so much better and like a weight has been lifted usually for me. Now, lately, um, well, and then also um, a big one for me is praying about it and then giving it over to God and, and tr you know, trying not to think about it anymore. I know it's so much easier said than done, right? <laughs> um, so this, this lately, this still has not worked with me because of so much has been going on. Um, so much stress has been piled on our plates this year. So, um, especially with like this court situation, I'll give you this as an example. So I actually, um, I was in church one day and, um, it, it was right after we had gotten the letter, uh, in the mail. And I just had that on my brain, like all of church service. I'm like, Oh my gosh, just speak to me speak to me, tell me what to do. Like, I, I don't know what to do. And we had already been in contact with a lawyer, but I just wasn't feeling like I wanted to go the lawyer route right away. I wanted to, I wanted to do something else. I just didn't know what it was yet. And I didn't know what was safe to do. Um, so I had the mindset in church, like speak to me, like I, this is, and it was literally the whole church service the whole hour i was there all the readings everything went with what i needed that day i was a wreck like the entire mass i then decided i was like i need to go i talked to my husband about it right after they were doing confessions that day so i was like let's just let's go talk to the priest and um i swear when i came out of that confessional after making a plan with the priest um, I, and, and he helped me come up with a plan and then I executed that plan. It was like the weight of the world has been lifted off my shoulders. Like I was a complete wreck that day. I couldn't hold it together at all. But once I, once I gave it to God, I executed the plan that we came up with. I haven't been stressed about it since it's still there. Like I'm still it's still crossing my mind once in a while because we had to get the, the letter to the court and everything on in a timely matter. So I'm still like, I'm still dealing with the problem, but it's not weighing on me so hard that I can't function and I can't be mom and I can't be teacher and wife, you know? So, um, just like if, if you are at a point where you're where I was, <laughs> um, try this. Maybe you do need to go talk to a priest or a therapist and, come up with some sort of plan and execute it because this is why we get so stuck all the time is because we're usually we're stuck in our thoughts and we don't actually take action on anything so um yeah so that that was a that's a big one for me um number four is focus on gratitude um i've been finding myself having to remind myself to do this a lot lately whereas when i'm not super stressed out it's really easy for me to think of things that i'm grateful for but when I am 
as stressed as I am right now, it's hard. It's hard because your brain automatically goes to the negative. Oh, my, my fifth hour class is just a mess. Like I can't get them under control or my kids are just like running rampant at home or not doing their homework and blah, blah, blah. Like you're just, you're automatically thinking of all the negative things that happen in a day. And so it's harder when you're under a lot of stress to think about the things that you're grateful for. But um, just because it seems like life is a crap storm right now, it doesn't mean that everything is. So what is going right in your life right now? Like that's a great question to ask yourself because there are good things happening. It just may take some time to pull them out and think about them. So again, why is this so important? Where focus goes, energy flows. If I keep focusing on this lawsuit, it's going to consume my life. It will be all that I can focus on, which means that I'm gonna be a crap mom, crap wife, crap teacher. Focusing on gratitude can really help pull our minds out of the negative. So I'm really grateful that I was able to figure out that I needed to talk to somebody outside of my family about the situation so they had like a, a a wide view of what was going on and they could help me come up with a plan. Another thing that really helped me yesterday, uh, we were on our friends side by side on the, on the trails, we were four wheeling um, by, by our cabin and I was in the passenger seat. So I, I wasn't driving and I kept thinking about possible future problems that are coming my way and how frustrated I am about it. And we got out and stretched our legs and my husband asked if I wanted to drive. I said, yes, because if I'm driving, I'm focusing on the trail and how not to smash into trees and kill us with all the huge bumps. I'm not focusing on future or past problems. I'm focusing on the present. So what can you do to help your focus be on the present? If gratitude isn't working, maybe it's reading a book or watching a show or doing something really fun with your kids. Notice I said watching a show, not binging out on Netflix for five hours, right? <laughs> sometimes, sometimes we do need to watch a show or scroll Instagram for a little bit of time just to take our mind off of stuff. Just make sure that it is an actual, like you're being productive. It is, that is your intended use of it is like, I need to focus on something else right now, not I'm using this to numb out, okay? So number five, help someone else with their problems. Uh, Roberta and I did this at the beginning of the year with each other, um, so not too long ago, we were both having issues in our life and we were like kind of trying to text about podcasts, but it was not like, it was not going well because both of us were like, oh my gosh, I'm so like, just, I'm really heightened right now. Like I can't think about the business stuff. Um, and so then we both said, this is really silly. Let's hop on a call. Let's listen to each other crab for a bit and then offer some advice. And we both felt so much better after that. Our minds were clear. We could help each other. Um, figure out whatever podcast, I don't even remember what we were talking about podcast wise, but because we, we had helped each other and we were focusing on something other than ourselves and we were focusing on someone else and how we can help them, it really helped. Um, this could look like hopping into a Facebook group for teacher moms and helping someone with something that they are dealing with 
which by the way, we have one of those. Weird, I know. Um, so we focus on time and stress management tips for busy teacher mamas, just like you. And we would love for you to join us in there. So you can post your questions about something that you're going through. You can use our helpful tips that we post in there to help with your situations, or you can come and help someone else out with one of their situations. We would love to have you, so come join our group. Where have you been? We miss you, we wanna get to know you. <laughs> so come join, it's uh, bit.ly forward slash time and stress management. Uh, that, again, that's bit.ly bit forward slash time and stress management to join the group and we would love to have you in there. And number six, you guys, is um, get moving. I kind of went on a, I'm focusing on my back stretches kick and then that didn't leave time for moving as much as I wanted to and I could feel the stress kind of start to pile up. So a couple weeks ago, I started with just doing yoga in the morning just to get myself back into the habit of having that in my morning routine because it's a half hour and that's, you know, that's a lot of extra time to wake up for. So I started with something super simple, which is yoga. I love yoga. Um, it also helped, really helped with my, um, my mindset because then I'm focusing on breathing and um, it's even like kind of meditating for me. So, um, but even like yesterday, <laughs> I told my husband, I was like, I need to, this was after we were getting out and stretching. I was like, I just feel like a hot mess today. I, I think I need to go for a run, like just get my heart rate up. Um, but for me switching to the driver's seat, that did help yesterday, but I knew I was anticipating some more stressors as I came to work today. And I was like, I, I, I need to do something more than yoga today. So I, I started a new program and I got my sweat on this morning. I got my heart rate up and um, I got some of that negative energy out of my body. So that's why moving is so important and like figuring out what kind of movement you need and what, with what kind of stress you're going through is super helpful. Um, yeah, so that that's it you guys like it's kind of like I've been doing this stuff on repeat for the last like four weeks it's been a whirlwind um but I'm so grateful that I have this knowledge that I have now because I didn't have this when I first started teaching and it has made a world of difference so I'll just kind of recap for you guys give you another little um, you know, list here. So number one, that was stop listening to everybody else and start listening to yourself. Number two was take time in your day every day to rest with could be meditation, prayer, deep breaths. Um, number three was journal out your anger and frustration and hand it over to God. If you are a religious person, and number four is focus on gratitude. And if gratitude's not working, what else can you focus on so that you're not focusing on those negative things? Uh, number five is help someone else with their problems. And number six is get moving. And I would also like to just throw a little reminder out there to just remember to control the things that you can control. 
when I start focusing on all these stressors in my life right now that I can't control, like this whole possible court thing is 100% out of my control right now. I, I mean, there are action steps that we have to take, but I don't know what the outcome is going to be. I can't predict that. Right. So like take, I'm taking control of the actions that I can take control of, but then I'm not focusing on the other stuff. When I do, this is when my, my stress becomes unmanageable. So when we focus on how we can care for ourselves, it becomes much more manageable. Doesn't mean that it's easy and then it just magically floats away and everything is unicorns and butterfly farts and it means that it's manageable. So um, I just want to throw that out there. Like just because I'm using these strategies, it doesn't mean that life all of a sudden becomes like seamless and, and wonderful. And it just means that it's manageable, right? So, okay, friends. Love you, grateful for you. Wanna see you in our Facebook group so we can be real friends and not just the kind that I speak to in the microphone. So come join us at bit.ly forward slash time and stress management. Again, it's bit.ly forward slash time and stress management. Until next time, friends. Hey, teacher mama, we hope you enjoyed today's episode. If so, would you take 30 seconds and leave a review on Apple Podcasts? It lights us up to know this podcast is helping you. Also, please share this with a friend who might need it today. Okay, time to go spend all that extra time we have with our families. No more stressing out over schoolwork that didn't get done before contract time. We'll meet you back here in a couple of days for another episode. Bye. Bye.